0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hey, everyone, good morning. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Buchert Psychic Hour. Well, here we are.
2: So almost at the end of the year.
1: Almost at the end of the year, yeah. And um, last show of the week, but not the last show of the year. We've got a couple more before we're,
2: we're into we're January. We're doing our 976 show. 976. So Those numbers shows. are
1: important, yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. And we're going on our 10th year. Our 10th year. March, is
1: it? No, October. Oh. I mean, no, I mean August. Excuse August. me. This August, Excuse it will me. be 10 years. This August, it will be 10 years. I don't know why I said October, probably because I was thinking 10. <laughs> October oh. October's the 10th month, but yes, it was in August, August of 2012 that we started the show. Wow, the show's changed a lot, too,
2: from the beginning. I think it's changed a lot. Well,
1: yeah, yeah I think it has.
2: Yeah, you know, well, we we have we have variety acts now, and uh, <laughs> yes, Um you know, know, it's going to be tap dancing
1: cha- a little bit later.
2: Things tend to change. I mean, once you get into the substance of your comfort level, and you start to direct more attention to the format and, and how it's expressed and, you know, your nervousness or anxiety or whatever. Um, I don't know. I've been on the radio.
1: You've for, been on the radio for, for, over for 20, years. 20 years, both on uh, legitimate radio. This is not radio. It's a podcast, technically. Yeah. But you've been on, you know, like the AM, what was it, the AM show? Angels in
2: Waiting. Was it the
1: AM or FM? I don't remember. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It,
2: it doesn't really matter. Angels in waiting was FM, but it started FM. back in Oregon. I was on the radio show in Oregon and then uh, came over here and guested. What, what was it regular on many of people's shows? You,
1: oh, you mean on the, on Blog Talk
2: yeah, shows? Yeah. On Blog Talk. And then I did my own show with another individual. Did about 30 shows there. And then ultimately uh, I was on other shows, uh, spiritual. Uh, network shows and stuff like that and panels with psychics and just went through it all. I think I started though uh my own show in two thousand nine. And then you and then that that was called the Psychic Adventure, something like that. Oh and yeah. then it went to uh and then it went over to the Neil Baker Psychic Hour Neil Baker and Kristen Baker Psychic, Psychic Gower, Gower. And we started our show back in 2000. Yeah,
1: no, no, us 2012. 2012,
2: oh, 2012. So I had my own show for about three years prior to that. I think. Anyways, um, wake up everybody. Uh, <laughs> that's the way. It, that's the way that evolved. But you know, I I I would say that it's been a good 20 20 years that I've been on the radio. Uh-huh. And so that's a lot of people, a lot of people. A lot of people to Not deal with. Just well, for radio shows.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we're hoping to hear from some people today. The number is 914 So, 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 got speech impediment today. Do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us that way. We know you want a reading. And, of course, we invite you, to, as always, to join us on Facebook and Twitter. And those accounts are linked on our Black Talk Radio profile. Neil... And Kristen Baker-Psychic.
2: No, it's funny. uh, You know, at the end of the year, we start to make these resolutions. Well,
1: some of us do, yeah.
2: Typically, some of us do. And so the question today is, you know, how do you really tell the difference between something that's karmic, that's in your life, that's coming from a past life, or something you need to work on, as opposed to something transcendent? very new creative freshly transcended from karma
1: well that's yeah that's I what mean,
2: transcendence means in this regard right it's and, beyond karma now
1: where and where it gets confusing too is because um you know certain karmic situations conditions or things that you come in with karma like for example if you're an excellent writer or you know you're really literate from a young age and that's karmic but then something happens later in life born from that yeah. talent, that's that that becomes transcendent. You know? So that it gets tricky. It gets tricky because transcendence can be, of course, born out of karma, not completely separate.
2: Yeah, you can you can be working on transcendent energies while you're in your karmic stage. I mean they well, they can commingle. And, and certainly karma continues past your karmic age. So they do commingle, but they are still distinct in their energy source. One being totally uh, creative without any kind of karma its what you're creatively able to do aside from karma in one lifetime. And the other is are issues that you, you came back to, to resolve or make up for uh oftentimes they, they can commingle, become entwined. That gets interesting because of the karma, the karma can can start to attack the transcendent energies. So let's say you're doing something transcendently, you know, you want to be a a big screenplay writer, and uh, so you're doing that and then uh, someone from your karmic past, a man or a woman, comes in and starts to destroy your career or sabotage you or you get into an accident, a car accident with them or something like this. And it's because you were with them. So karma can still invade transcendent energies. There's no guarantee that just because you're in your transcendent phase, everything's going to be grand and spectacular. There's always shadows. And the co-mingling can be very difficult when that starts to happen. But there is a distinction between karmic elements of one's life and transcendent elements. They do still stand apart. Yes,
1: but there's also the the matter of being on a linear... I mean, people can reach their karmic turnover in linear sense, but still stay in karma. Whereas there are other people that advance you know, that have done enough to to resolve karma that they came in with so they are able to move into a more transcendent phase. Sometimes people really can't move into transcendent phase after the karmic turnover has has been sufficed, Yeah, unfortunately.
2: I mean, it, the whole existence is if you're going to be able to transcend your karma or you're going to stay stuck in it. Um, once you think, once you have thought you've dissolved it and resolved it, it can come back again.
1: And how do you analyze it? I mean, I will not, I'm not asking, but, but in, you know, there can be a positive event that happens in someone's life at the, at the time of their karmic turnover, but they can still, I mean, that can still indicate that they're stuck in karma, even if it's a positive event. Sometimes we define it as, well, did something bad happen? Like there was a death or, you know, you lost your job or did you graduate from college? And you would, you know, put it in a box, positive versus negative. However, if you're, If you're graduating from college or getting married, it could result in, you know, a job loss or a failed career in the future or a failed marriage. So a positive change doesn't necessarily always indicate that there is a transition into a transcendent mode.
2: Yeah, the, the current of consequences and outcomes is very intricately designed. So there is... For good karma, for bad karma, for transcendence, there's the yin and the yang. There's the good and the bad, the positive and the negative. So at any given time in one's existence, any part of one's life can become sabotaged or challenged. And darkness can seep in at any, in any time. That's why you have to like be vigilant. Say, don't, don't fall asleep. Be vigilant. Stay alert. Uh, because, you know, the death is like a thief in the night. And so is uh, darkness. So you have to kind of stay awake and not, unfortunately, take anything for granted.
1: So um, we recommend Ritalin, Adderall, methamphetamine, because that will keep you up at oh, night. Oh, I just
2: use a pit bull. <laughs> um, but, uh, Obviously, that's a joke. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, so, it, it is you know life is a cautious journey. You have to be cautious. You have to be careful. You have to be mindful. Uh, just because you're you, everything's running great doesn't mean that that ultimate pursuer, death, yeah, uh, exactly. tragedy can't occur in any given moment. I
1: mean the most successful and you know the people that have the most successful and 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 illustrious lives still have to deal with death, death of their loved ones and their own death. I mean it's you know again the idea that karma ends at a certain age is, is true but also, you know, it follows Throughout life, yeah. we all have to face death. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, because who wants to stay on the planet forever? But it's it's uh, part of the part and parcel of being a human being.
2: Well, you know, I mean, I mean as as human beings, body. we are equipped to be to to stay on a high note. You know, to always be alert. Anxiety is also a a, a prompting for safety because it it allows you to always be aware and always be careful
1: uh, anxiety
2: there's a dark side to anxiety <sighs> but anxiety can also work to the extent that the, it it creates a a shield around you to make you extend caution so you know there's always that caution standing on a street corner waiting to for the light The customer going, uh, oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm <laughs> so doing the well, wrong standing way. Standing on a street corner, waiting for a customer, <laughs> they may give you kind of money after you go in get it, but and that's terrible. But um, but standing on a corner, waiting for the light to turn green while the cars are speeding by, one turn of the wheel, yeah, uh, you're dead. So you know you can't, and it happens. Uh, today in the paper, a hiker. Slipped down the slope and died.
1: Now there was a story about that recently. Another hiker, a woman, yeah. you know, in her 40s, I believe, fell off a cliff while doing her
2: fitness routine. Yeah, you know. So, you know, I, I noticed we were driving, and I noticed all these flowers on the uh, in the in the uh, divider, and a memorial to someone who obviously died at the scene of that in that area, and I assumed it was a pedestrian crossing the street. So you can't, you just don't know. And we don't live in a world that is cushioned with guaranteed safety. So we have these levels of of energies that are induced by all kinds of emotions and whatnot that is also inclusive of our karma and our transcendence. So we can't take anything too much for granted. We've got to be careful in that respect. So, you know, when we're talking about the difference between karma and transcendence, uh, what makes it a little bit convoluted is this marriage between the two because they are partners. They they coexist, even though they're separate. So. Uh, now, in your birth date, you may be able to discover uh, uh, the vast variance between karma and transcendence by looking at the uh, differences between your numbers, where they're located on your birth date, by evaluating the number to the chakra, and that chakra to to what's happening in things of your life, relationships, you know things like that, health-wise things in that chakra.
1: Yeah, master number, looking at the master number in comparison to the the linear code, you know, if the master number exceeds the number in the linear code, or if it's lower than the numbers in the linear code, what challenges then one has to go through, depending on how their, how their master number corresponds with the linear
2: numbers. Yeah, looking the master at reflection. It's sort of like uh, <laughs> the me. master computer, the master element in the car that controls everything. Getting into that, it takes a little little research and know-how. Because if if you have a problem in any particular chakra system or number system in your birth date, you can go to your master number and look at the master control and decide if, if in fact, you can detect the problem and, and resolve it by looking at at your master number. If you're seven, you always have to kind of measure, not that we don't all do, but
0: level of, levels spirit level of spirituality, spirituality
2: and faith. And if that wanes or is compromised, then people who are master number sevens are particularly under the light of. Uh, persecution or, or evaluation because they're expected to be to uphold it's like a yeah, police officer yeah. you're expected to uphold the law you're not you you, you took a pledge and so you have you you are pledged to be spiritual but in the broad
1: sense i mean if we're talking about the awareness of 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 the general public and numerology their own specific codes I would venture to say that 90% of the people or more that are sevens don't really have an awareness of the fact that they should be, you know, abiding by a spiritual code or being spiritual. There may be a natural uh, inclination for those people to be spiritual and they may gravitate towards, you know, self-sacrifice and all the, the merits of the spirit. However, I know a lot of different sevens, and there are many different sevens we've encountered, um, ha, ha, you know, have had tragic endings to their life, um, or live lives that are basically devoid of any real spiritual essence. And their real physical, ba- you know, their lives are based on a physical, physical
2: uh, Ego, progression. Ego-centric. Attitude of a, what a seven years.
1: and you know they have no clue about numerology or you know what the numbers might mean in their birth date. So, unfortunately, people are
2: uneducated
1: on the most part. For the most part,
2: yeah, it's it, there. There's a vast jump between being aware of the world and conditions in the world and giving some lip service of concern towards it. And being worthy of, of of having the kind of mind that can jump into a discussion about yeah the world.
1: rather than as opposed to getting your hands dirty and yeah, being in the and field doing something
2: about it uh, a lot of talkers you know and every and there's a measurement for everyone I mean small deeds can be meritable and and, and big deeds have merit so it isn't so much it, it's more in the motivation of activation. If you're mo if you're motivated to think and discuss, that's one thing. But the attitude of the spirit is that you're motivated to act. So it's the motivation of activation. And then through activation you actualize, you accomplish your goals. You just don't set off on one day like a kid. I'm you know, today I'm the baseball player, today I'm a football player, today I wanna learn how to play the trumpet. And you know <laughs> and then you just jump in mm, the I don't wonder of what you're that. talking
1: about. Uh, well that's I mean there's nothing to say I mean, it's not to say that it's wrong to experiment and of course as, as a child or as an adult to try different things and, you know, get your feet wet and discover nothing. what you like or what your talents lie. I mean that's not bad, but as far as I, I understand what you're saying, as yeah, far as you know, having, having a, no commitment towards anything, uh, you know, any being a jack of all trades but a master of none is well, not.
2: So, you know, I mean, some lines are very. Trying you know, on a Schwarzenegger, doing a governor, an actor, you know, a, a weightlifter, moving through the different phases of life, and 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 having strong validations throughout various careers is very impressive it's an impressive situation and anyone who's able to change their human spirit and transform themselves into something else i mean this gal on jeopardy uh who's now the big news on jeopardy who is amy schneider transgender she's
1: transgender so she i believe i i i believe i don't know really background I I'm, I'm assuming she's had surgery. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know, she but she takes hormones,
2: obviously. She read a lot. I mean, you know, she now she's on the show. She seems to have fast knowledge. I don't know if she went on the Jeopardy get get ready to do Jeopardy show. She showed all the answers.
1: No, no, I don't you know, think so. I mean she's she well educated. Fast knowledge. knowledge. And course, and,
2: and she's got that buzzer thing going where you could hit you know, well, I see she, them hit the button and they don't always Yeah, you know, she's but
1: it but she I have to that she the way she handles the buzzer is a very it's subtle you know you see these people that are hitting the buzzer and they're shaking you know it's very dramatic she's she is very very, Yeah. yeah and her temperament is is one she's humble she's very humble and um yeah I think that probably you know, in calm and I think that helps her, you know, in her find her birthday strategy. In, in the, I did find her birthday.
2: Oh, you did. yeah. I, I can't remember, but go we talk while I look real quick. Well something like that would there would be an even there might be a coupling of numbers in her birth date, uh similar numbers somewhere in the, in the arrangement of the linear code.
1: She's she, like thirty seven years old or something like that. I believe she's born in eighty four, but
2: yeah. Um, well, eighty four is a. But
1: I'm not sure. Eighty four is a
2: very controversial year.
1: Yeah, and when and it's not surprising. So she has that. I mean, she's got a twenty nine in her day, which is not surprising because of her her challenges and yeah. her you know with her body and her identity of her gender and all that. So that's what's her birthday? It's five twenty nine eighty four. Five twenty
2: nine nineteen eighty. See that the the uh eight the eight is is. The variety of power she's a
1: 38, 38 11 2, right?
2: Uh, 11. She has a 7 in her 16, yeah. on her comic side and a 4.
1: She's a 38 11 2. So, I mean, again, seven that, and
2: four that's that's a good energy field. What? Um, she has a seven on her higher number and a four on her,
1: right? But it's also an
2: 11. I'm yeah, saying, I mean, so she's got not, some, yeah, she's had. Some problems. She's had that that would be defined as her sexual identity, and not only
1: that, it, apparently she was bullied you know, throughout
2: school, so she had a difficult yeah. time. And um, but you know, a thir- I she, think she's compounded thirty-eight, eight eleven two. two. But what she's got in that attitude is that her coupling of energy would be in the uh, eight, which is a lot of power because she's got an eight in her an eight in her thirty-eight comma, karma. Um, she also has a two twos. Um,
1: her two in the in the day in the, and, the, the, and the, the her master, 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 master. number, which so, is again that eleven factor. If you you know 22, 11 yeah. times two, which is a four, and that's in her
2: year. And her you know her ability, her calmness, and her ability to stay calm and and to keep reinventing herself throughout the show would be in her nine. Knowledge.
1: and not only, is, uh, yeah. uh, not only is it in her day, when a very important position, but it's in her first, it's a 5-4 in her first and last yeah. number, so she's got that nine there too.
2: So, you know, I mean, March is coming, uh, May is coming up for her. She's 37, and she has a comma at 38. So if this one is were to talk to her better. years from now and say, well, what are we doing between 37 and 38? Well, I you on know? yeah, And that change, 9 and 8, that jump, 17-8, of course. Another attitude of money and power. So, you know, but then the question is, how did she get here? What in her past life could have brought her here? Well, you'd have to examine the numbers 529. Five expression. So she's got you know, she expresses herself well. And of course she expresses herself in such a way that she's accurate. Right. Two would be her compo- her opponents are karmic. Every time she beats somebody, those are karmic opponents. So Jeopardy is again a past life. Tribal. Tribal past life energy show. And then nine, oh boy, watch out. She's going to win. So that element, uh, you know, she she's like the woman with the dagger that never shows the dagger. I mean, she just slices all her poems apart. Even the ones that try to catch, I mean, she's ultimately going to lose. But but even the ones that try to catch up with her, she just outdistances them like the roadrunner. She's got that attitude about yeah. her know-how, and she does it in a very practically sly way. She's very sly.
1: Calm. She's, I mean, she's not a, yeah, she's, yeah. Not, um, master, she's not master. um she's not aggressive. She's not aggressive in her approach to the game at all. She's very, very even keeled. Um, and interestingly, she has only missed in her 14 games one final Jeopardy answer. I think that's like yeah a record. So she gets every final Jeopardy answer right, Correct. which is important
2: and she, to win, you know, I mean, it's important. I've watched her. She uses a strange way of reference. What she does is she she, she almost looks expressionless. Yeah. But her eyes give her away because she'll blink her eyes, and I think the blinking of her eyes restores her to her memory bank. And so she has a very strong photographic memory, and I, she remembers things. <clears throat> so if you watch her and you watch her blink her eyes, I've watched her. Uh, and I detected that that's her that's her library. That's her way of looking through the files. And she reveals it through the blinking of her eyes more than she does through any other overt expression of her body. So it's kind of interesting. Also, her first and last numbers are five and four. So that kick in nine right. is, is double layered.
1: But I, I have to correct myself. She did get she's gotten two wrong. She got the night before last. She didn't know the answer to the final Jeopardy question. So she's missed two out of 14. Oh, so but anyway, I mean it's still remarkable. Anyway. Yeah. So when we're
2: you know when we're looking at those uh, number systems, um, it, obviously there is something very strong. About yeah,
1: and of course that. she she's she's compounded, and she actually is divorced, so that fits in with the um, divorce from a female. Yeah, she was she from a female. She was married as a man and then divorced. Oh, she was married as a man and She was married as a man and divorced and then, you know, became transgender. And that all happened. Obviously, you know, she's not 38 yet. So before that
2: major change. But what's happy, what's weird is that, okay, so she was married as a man to a woman, divorced, and then became a woman, but didn't go to a man. She went to a woman. woman. Yeah. So her women are... You know, there's something about the attitude of the male energy. Now, what's interesting is that the symbol of male is four, and she's got a four oh, in her dear. year. She has a four in her higher number of 1984. So, what's going on with that? What's up? <laughs> um, what's up with that? I'll tell you what's going on <laughs> with that. She's 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 not really female. She's a in her attitude. She's aggressive. She's Competitive,
1: she's subtly competitive. Yeah, Yeah. so that
2: you know, women typically by the book of stereotypes, oh, passive, maternal, gentle, loving. Oh, but watch out! Now you can have a woman who can be a real bitch, or you can have a woman who can be a real sharpshooter. Well,
1: and there's women that are. I mean, women can be extremely competitive with one another. I mean, women—the way women treat women it's terrible it's terrible they can just be
2: intimidating and intelligent and um you know the war prada what was that the woman War prada or whatever devil war prada you know you can be all kinds of individuals that can be rather strong in nature golden my Air and people like this
1: well and then the, of course Devil War prada was a was it's anna Wintour is really who the uh, who was being characterized yeah. in that role. So it was a fictional character, but it was based on Anna Wintour. Yeah. who's the one
2: editor-in-chief of Vogue magazine, and she's apparently pretty ruthless. Yeah, so you can have that. She's got a subtlety. She's been able to blend her energy in such a way that she's got a subtlety of masculinity in her that she'll never be able to change. It's in her nature. Now, that comes from a karma. Somewhere in her karmic background, something jumped over the fence, male, female, and commingled with an existence in such a way that she had to come back to fulfill the karma as a man before she could make that direct change. So we don't know how old she was when she made the change, do we?
1: I don't know, but she was divorced a couple of years ago, I believe. And I don't, because, you know, the confusion
2: of sexual identity, especially in our day and age, is that there's still somewhat of a karmic uh, debt one has towards sexuality. So she had to pay off the karmic debt as a man, married to a woman.
1: She divorced in 2016. So um, that's when she separated from her partner and um, went through the process of becoming a male. See, so she was 32.
2: Now, that's a five. Yeah. Uh, that that comes in her, so we start to examine her month. And between five and two, first two numbers is a three. So actually it's five, three, two. So now we have 32 which is between her first two numbers. You know, it's really weird. And now we start to examine the the real nature of defining karma in relation to age, in relation to event. So now, since she had that divorce at 32, we've discovered it's within her karmic section. And uh, it, it appears as though she's got some sort of spiritual awareness just by her allusions to uh, education and literature and whatnot. Well, so there's that seven above her numbers. And we don't know what she's done altruistically.
1: This is, I, well, it, you're leading me into exactly where I wanted to go in topic about what she's expressed, like about what she's going to do with her winnings on the show and things like that, which I found rather interesting because, of course, I've noted her personality and the fact that she's very humble and gracious to her other opponents, even though she's, you know, obviously very competitive and, you know, out there to win and her what she's expressed as far as how she's going to spend her winnings hasn't been necessarily terribly altruistic. And I did make note of that, you know, I'm down payment on a house. I want to travel, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, what's interesting is there was a previous contestant who had a very long winning streak, a professional gambler, gambler named James Holzhauer. And he, um, he's actually 34, seven. I just looked up his birthday. They're born the same year hmm. and his, um, his reign on Jeopardy! was, I believe, in 2020 before Alex Trebek crossed over. Um, she so here? most is recently, that, that the guy she bought? no, 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 Matt Amodio is between the two of them. But oh. the reason I mentioned James Tower is because James Holtzauer donated a lot to charity. He, he and he expressed and he's a seven and he's, a seven. And he's got to he's seven twenty three eighty four, 84 born same year and they oh, will yeah. they're, they're going to go up against each other because they do a tournament of champions. That, so All these calm. contestants. That'll yeah, you know, not uh, emodio I got to check. She, out. What's her
2: name? Like Amy Schneider, Amy Schneider reminds me of Walt Whitman. Now, Walt Whitman, a homosexual. Did a lot long...
1: is, he, is he responsible for Whitman sampler? Yeah. chocolate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he did Whitman's that, that was, and he also had a curious of whipping men. But uh, very semi-less. So <laughs> but, uh, but Walt Whitman, homosexual, was a poet, basically a poet. And he did a poem called Song of Myself. He celebrated his self. And she reminds me a little bit of the attitude of um, what Whitman. Also, I think that there's a strange element going on that in her journey on Jeopardy, she's really defeating the, the masculinity, the mentality of masculinity, coming back and showing as a female how strong she is. So there's this, issue that's going on. Now she's 37 and that's in her code. Between the 5 and 2 is 3 and between the 2 and 9 is 7. So when you look intricately at the code of a human being and you go into those zones and you know what you're doing and you're driving the car correctly here, 37 is embedded in her code. And this is the year that she's having probably the most notoriety she's ever had and probably ever will have. Because it doesn't, I mean, she wants to put a down payment on the house and enjoy herself. You know, she's already has established a foothold in, in some sort of legacy. But is she going to go on to do great things? I, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. I think this will probably, I mean, I'm not going to limit her.
1: She's an engineer, isn't she?
2: Yeah. I mean, she could have some conservative history in time where, you know, she's an engineer and she does this or that but is she, do I predict that she's going to, you know, run for governor and win or anything like that? Probably not.
1: Well, she's, I mean, you know, her role on the show and, and in society at large is, is being a spokesperson for transgender people. And of course there's a the debate, you know, people are saying, what does it matter if she's transgender? She's just a great contestant, but she really has, has uh, wanted to make this about her journey uh, uh, as a transgender individual and the fact that she made this change from male to female. And this is, you know, this is part of her ego journey, of course. Yeah. And she's a two. I mean, that's not a surprise. Well, I mean, she's not an original
2: archetype, you know, Bruce Jenner. There are,
1: no, but, she's not an original archetype, but but you know, she's she's the first contestant on Jeopardy that's been a transgender yeah. contestant. Yeah, I mean, so there is a unique.
2: With the I mean, you know, it goes along with the right that, that her identity is following her, but, you know, maybe there's a monk that will go on, or there's going to be a rabbi or a, a priest that, you know, suddenly wants to be on the show. So, I mean. Well,
1: there was a priest recently on the show, actually. There was. Yeah. I think there
2: was even a rabbi.
1: So he was 2019, James Holt Tower which um, he was, I, I was wrong, it was 2020. He, was, he was on the show in 2019. Oh. But, you know, when you start to look at the birth dates, the correspondence and their birth dates. I mean, you're talking about the seven and three between her five, two and two, nine. He's got a seven and a three. They match their days. Um, and then Matt birth date, he's born on 12, 4, 1990. So James Holtzauer is a 34, 7. Matt Imodio holds that 34 and he's 12.4. I mean, so these people are connected. Well, you know, and
2: then you'd have to go into I another mean, area. Uh, from my gather from my knowledge, I think Mark Birkin developed Jeopardy.
1: Well, he's gay. He was he, gay.
2: He's gay in his. Birth but he was gay.
1: closeted. I mean, he was closeted. I actually know someone whose grandmother he
2: proposed to and she turned him down. Yeah. Yeah. Merv Griffin was an interesting guy. I mean, he was a really interesting guy. Very likable.
1: You want to know his um, birthday? 7, twenty five.
2: So he's the father of Jeopardy. 7, 6, nineteen twenty five. Well, here's the... So the 25 in the year is inverted 52 in her month and day. Yeah. And uh, the 13, 13... is her in... Is in her year. year. So 13, 23, 23 25, 25, 30. 30. He's a 30. So then you go, well, wait a minute, because Merk Griffin was a multi-millionaire. Multi, multi-millionaire. Where's the eight? You know, where's the eight?
1: Well, we have a caller just to let you know. There is an eight.
2: Uh, we'll get to you in a moment, 402. We'll we're going to get to you in 30 seconds. There is an eight between his six and two. And you may go, oh, what a so, stretch. But it's mes- it isn't really a stretch because it's in the transcendent phase. Eight, between a six
1: and two. You right. have to
2: discover what he did in well,
1: 1955. Right. But, you know, there, there you go. I mean, you, you can tie all these people together with you know, looking at the number system. Adam Odio is a 26, eight. That's in Merv's seven. Yeah. He's born in the seventh month. That's, you know, uh, uh, James Holtzauer's master number and month. But another interesting factor I find about this whole situation is that you have Ken Jennings as the host of the show. Um, currently they're trading off between Mayan Bialik and Ken Jennings. And I vastly prefer Ken Jennings, My Bialik. I can't yeah. deal with because she's way too over the top. Ken Jennings is actually doing an excellent job yeah, in I my can. opinion. However, what's interesting about this. Um, the contrast between Amy Schneider and, and, and Ken Jennings is that Amy Sh- Schneider, of course, is transgender, and Ken Jennings is Mormon. And oh. so, they're you know, of course, he's in his role of hosting, but it's it's interesting because there's, you know, it's certainly a divide in their belief system, and he's, you know, as the host, has to be very neutral and, you know, not place judgment on. You know he has to stay neutral as the host, but I'm sure there must be some kind of conflict in his mind about you know the the nature of her um sexuality and change that she's made, et cetera, et cetera, because Mormons are very strict right. as far as their uh, religious beliefs. Okay, let's bring on four zero two Hi, good morning, good morning. Good morning. This is Sue. Sue hey.
0: from 402. Hi. I'm
1: sorry. Hey, I was giving Give the birthday date again? Yeah. Oh, it's You're 10 five,
0: five. Yeah, 10 months- I am alive. Yes, I am alive. You're five, five, right?
1: Two. Yep. Yeah, you remember that. Sorry, don't remember the whole birth date. How, how's it going?
0: It's going good. I was just calling to uh, wish you guys a Merry Christmas. I've been listening oh, to you. you. <laughs> well, have you... Good. Today okay. What? Or regular. Do you listen to us today, today's show Yeah, or? yeah right now currently. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. I'm working still. Today is my I still have to work today. I I I think a lot of
2: people are off. Yeah. Well, do you have any questions for us, Sylvia, Since you are on the air?
0: <laughs> well, it's in regards to anything, it's for my son. Can you you know he had his little bit of his problem last summer and so far so good and i was wondering if you could see anything going on i know he's commented to me that when he's doing his working out and goes into the zone he can um he starts to zone off and starts seeing things or thinking of things and starts rushing so i was wondering if he's starting to you know, mm-hmm. waking up. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> he's working, yeah. No, what, so what, I'm, I'm hoping.
1: Go ahead. No, no, no. I well. Wait. I'm not clear. So yeah, he'll <laughs> think. Now, he's, he's been off. And, in, so was he a, in rehab a, or something?
0: Yes, he went to rehab. He's off the alcohol, off the drugs. Um, been working out at the gym. And you know, in between, I mean, that's where he spends most of his time is so that's his, his health. health. That's
1: the way he gets is uh, deals with his addiction. Yeah. to and okay. Yeah. So take, anyway, when he
2: does he, uh, does he like uh, is he obsessed with his body? Does he look muscular? Does he does he do it um, with the body?
0: Um. I think he's really working on it because he knows how bad he has damaged his body, you know, in the way of health and, and the things that he has done to it. Um, yes, he is obsessed. I mean, looks are very important to him. Um, I was hoping by the time he hit this age, that would kind of mellow out. But he does not have a partner,
1: so
0: I, I'm sure that's part of it.
1: Well, yeah, and a lot of times when people are have addictive personalities, and they um, and they stop drinking or doing whatever addictive behavior that they were they were doing in the past, it transfers. Yeah, I agree. And and so the the danger of him becoming so obsessed with his looks, or always being obsessed with his looks, sounds like it, this is a long term thing that's been going on yeah and being obsessed okay. with the gym and fixated on it is that the root problem is not being addressed it's i mean of course it's wonderful that he's not on drugs or alcohol i mean he, right he, and he's he 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 not going to kill himself from being obsessed about his looks in the gym but right no but the root problem is me. still there there's still a problem yeah. with the way his brain is processing you know right, um, right. what's his birthday
0: uh, it is September nineteen,
1: nineteen eighty. 1980. Does he go to like now, meetings and all that?
0: He, not as much. He's been working a lot lately. Not at the gym, but working. Um, and he has been in touch and is still kind of in touch with the people that he rehabbed with, you know, and kind of sponsors a little bit that way. But not so much where he goes in. Physically into a a group meeting. Now, say I was hoping that with him uh, being able to find, get out of that alcohol and drugs, gradually he'll start working at the internal issues.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, he
0: is, He started writing um, poems, and uh, you know about his addiction. You know, and just it continues on a day-to-day basis. That's how he's getting through it. And it's just like, well, just save them because eventually you might be able to do a brochure that helps other people, you know, yeah. in these, with
1: these things, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I was going to say, um, you know, before you say whatever you wanted to say, that it may help him to... Uh, do something to help other people to get himself out of his own Mm
2: -hmm. drama,
1: you know, I don't know what that would be or where he would, where his interest would lie, people, animals, what, what, what what his, um, where he might, you know, have the most success in, in interest and in, um, doing volunteer work, but that's, Mm You know, the poems isn't a bad thing. The poems isn't a bad thing. Publishing yeah. something to help other people—I mean, that's a good idea. It helps, you know, it's expressing his mm-hmm. creativity and his right. inner right. thoughts. But you know, maybe doing adding something to shift the focus off off himself right. would be helpful. Um, yeah. you gonna say? Yeah. Well,
2: you know. Yeah. Uh, Sue, there's an interesting pattern going on. Now, yeah. well, 919 becomes again a 19101. Mm-hmm. Now, you're 101. Mm-hmm. So, your 101 matches his 101 when it becomes factored in. 919 is 19101. So, there's this energy. And he's a 37101. Right he's a 37101. Now, that mm-hmm. one. The reason he's using the method of weightlifting and going to the gym and getting his bodying gear and all that is because he needs to work with the first chakra, the foundation. And I would guess that the immediate trauma might have come from the result of the father figure okay. not being yeah. available or yeah. an ill right, right. figure for him. Is that right?
0: Yeah, no, directly, and he knows that too. Because I know when he first came out, he was writing a letter to his dad, and he didn't know if he was going to be able to give it to him. So I know yeah. I saw that from day one. Mm-hmm. I
2: could. You see, the karma between he came in with this karma, so there's nothing surprising about what he's gone through. Mm-hmm. The, the good news is that his in his transcendent uh, journey, he goes to an ape. And that's going to show some victory. So the oh, cool. expectation of victory. The only way he would fail, and if he does fail, it would be fatal. Fatal would be that mm-hmm. he gives everything up that he's learned, and that zero, zero again would would suggest that he could drop dead. But but mm-hmm. let's not that way because the if, if we eliminate the zero, we have one nine eight, which is actually a nine. Well, and, and that that's what becomes we, a power issue. So this guy could actually become very powerful as he progresses through life. And that's what our expectations are.
1: Yeah, he, he was a nine in his previous lifetime. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so, 18 18. That's, mm-hmm.
1: so he had a problem distinctly in that lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm. So wow. he he now? 80, he's,
0: he's 41. 90.
2: 41 right now. Yeah. 41. So, uh he's passed a lot of the karmic journey. Um he's 30, he's four years ultimately past his 37. So, uh that he's in you know, he's he's basically in a good shape right now. Mm-hmm. But what, what what he's got to do is grow. He's got to grow from this point. So, the attitude and maybe it's a premature but the attitude now would be what are your expectations where where are you putting your your direction now and how are you going to work toward aiming that and what are you going to do when when things get rough what are your contingency plans so that you don't resort back to uh alcohol or whatever right. so he has to have a program that he has to stick to now he is disciplined <laughs> So he's working out the physicality of discipline. Then he's got to do the mentality. He's doing his poems, But now what he's got to do, third stage, is direct his life. How does he make a living?
0: Right. Oh, right now he's a bartender. (laughs) Oh,
1: he's a bartender?
2: He's a bartender. bartender. That's a problem. See, that mixed karma is getting, it could trip him up. That's because nice. it's mixed, and he's, he's compounded. In,
1: and he's in, I mean, that's, gosh, the, the so way in, in a Is it in a bar or a restaurant? It's a restaurant. He works that's in right. a Bahama
0: Breeze right. group, and so it's specialty drinks and stuff. And, I mean, we've had lots of talks about that, but he keeps saying, that's not my trigger point. My trigger point is going home to an empty house and nobody's there. That's yeah. my trigger point. And it's like, well, you know, your trigger point, but still, this yeah. is, oh, it's going to beat on you on a day-to-day basis, you know, you're around it, you're working in it, da, da, well, da and, then, you know?
1: and whether or not he's, I mean, you know, he, if his trigger point is going home and he's alone going mm-hmm. back to the workplace when he is surrounded by people and it's a known fact that rest people in restaurants i mean they well, drink after their shifts and you mm-hmm. know he can fall easily back into it i mean in any i mean obviously you know it's a risk at any time but it's, right. it's even more challenging the fact that he's mm-hmm. he's immersed in an environment where people are are drinking mm-hmm. and well, having and
2: psychologically he's he's, com- he's distorting semantics. It's not his trigger point. It's his outlet. Yeah. His outlet is exactly. alcohol. It doesn't matter what, what his trigger, trigger is, point is Exactly. So, right. He, so, so it doesn't matter. He's using the contingency of the trigger point leads to the outlet, which is alcohol. So he's still mm-hmm. clean with some sense of desperation. He's got to make a major transformation, something else.
0: Yeah. Because right he's been, no you know. he's got a goal and his goal is to get more education and that's to start counseling ask. that was my next
1: question, my next oh, question. so wait he's going to yeah. get
0: more counseling you're saying well or? he wants to go through count learn to be a register or yeah. licensed counselor basically yeah. that's, that's good
2: that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so that's what's got to be encouraged
0: Yeah, he's got to take that. Is he,
2: is he, uh, he's obviously what, heterosexual?
0: No, he is gay.
2: He's gay. Oh,
0: Oh, he's gay. And Um, that to me is still something, you know, he says he's accepted it, but he he himself has has seen how the community that he has been around, both in the middle of the country and down in Florida, it's, you know they're a mess. I mean, they feel that they're, you know, they're this way, but yet they they have the highest concentration of alcoholism. You know, I'm, they
1: I, is he still is he in the is he where you're at Nebraska? No, he is in no, oh, he's, he's in, in Florida. Florida. He is in Florida. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's a little bit more except. I mean, Florida yeah. isn't Nebraska as no. you know. There's more. Um, acceptance I think for being yeah, it's homosexual more it's, it's more liberal, liberal. I mean it's before yeah. it is conservative politically but there's more um, you know tolerance. there's more tolerance for for tolerance and and, and, you know it's a party I mean Miami and you know, all this I don't yeah, know exactly where he's at but
0: yeah but he's noticed that he, he you know you know when he first came to me and and told me it's like I don't care as long as you feel you are a complete human being inside and out. This is what you need, you know. It's not just, you know, you're gay or you're you're heterosexual. It's who your mind, body, and soul is. That's where I want you to focus on, you know. Be whatever you need to be, but just be connected to spirit, basically. And, you know, and he was seeing through the community, There, there are a lot of messed up people. And I always wondered, you know, you, I see dad issues, big dad issues with him, and I always thought, well, that's kind of interesting, <laughs> you because know, he hates everything. Well, I, originally, think now he's starting to mature. Right. It's he's maturing he's now, and
2: has
1: these issues with his father's. Well, kind he's got to get a job rise. in
2: a hospital. He's got to get a job yeah. in a psych hospital. He's got to yeah. start doing work and yeah. getting out of bartending and getting the, a feel for uh, therapy.
1: And the part of it, yeah. the fact that he has this issue with his father, part of his, I mean, you know, part of his journey on the planet is about establishing connection with male energy that's yeah. positive. Yeah. That could be that's part positive. of you know, the reason he's gay and, and, you know, that he can, and you know, can transform that negative that he had with his father. He never,
0: yeah, he never got positive energy or positive feedback positive, anything from his father when he was growing up, because his father wanted the perfect athletic sport, football, you know, baseball person, and that was not Billy. He was creative. He 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 was totally a different breed, you know, and he couldn't, he had a hard time with that. I could see it yeah. back then. That's unfortunate.
2: Know. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You we refer all... to him as uh, Billy? Billy, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, his, more. Of a, that's more of a. Well, that's fine, but that's more of a childish diminutive. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good.
0: Now he goes by that. He goes and he changed it from you know the way we used to. His real name was William. Our first oh, yeah. name was William, and he has now changed it to it's B I L L E E. You know, which I thought was an interesting way uh-huh. to present yourself. Well, Bill Feminine.
2: Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I mean, that's not that's neither here nor there. It's just an interesting yeah, note. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he should get a job in a psych hospital.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I'm kind of kind of nudging him in that direction. His concern right now, he still has some fears about not having insurance. And I'm like, you'll have insurance in a hospital <laughs> you know, more than you would in a bar. You know. So it's it's little by little. I don't want to push too much, you know, because I don't want to be that overbearing mother. But, yeah, you know, I'm there trying to be positive for him when he starts looking in that direction and opening up to yeah. different things.
2: Well, you sound like you're on the right mind track, so that's good. And thank you mm-hmm. for calling.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, like I said, I didn't mean to get
1: into that. I just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's what we're here for, and we appreciate your yeah. uh, holiday wishes. We hope you have a nice holiday as well. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll be listening out here. Next time, yeah. Yeah, we're back on there Tuesday,
1: Thursday next week. So that's the schedule. Okay, Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, Okay. Okay. sounds good. Take care. Talk to you guys later. You
0: You too. Bye bye. -bye. Okay,
1: we have reached the end of the hour. So have a happy holiday, everybody. We'll be back next week Tuesday, Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern.